So you're ready to step outside of your comfort zone and finally start that online business you've been dreaming of. There's just one problem. You're not an influencer and you don't have a bajillion followers. So what's the point then, right? Wrong. Remember, everyone starts out with zero followers, which means at one point, the people you follow started out just like you. So if you're ready to learn how to grow your following without spammy pammy tactics, we don't do that here. This episode is for you. I'm going to share practical tips that I've used over the years to help you build an engaged community online from ground zero. Let's get started. Hey there, you're listening to the Choosing to Heal podcast, where we ditch the small talk for real deep conversations about all that life has to offer. I'm your host, Monica Lee, and my goal is to share insights and tangible tips to help you maximize your potential and live a life full of intention and purpose. From mental, emotional, and physical wellness to relationships, faith, and business, the goal is always the same. We're choosing to heal, grow, and thrive each day. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's chat. First things first, you got to know who your people are. You got to know who you're talking to. And in the beginning, it might be very easy to assume, well, I want everyone to see my content. I want everyone to follow me and I want everyone to like me and buy my stuff. That couldn't be further from the truth. And here's why. It may seem counterintuitive, but the more specific and narrow you get with your audience, the better chances you have of connecting with them, engaging them, growing or following, and ultimately converting those followers into sales. So I want you to think about it beyond just your friends and your mom and your loved ones on social media. Who else do you want to attract out there in the cyber world? In fact, great brands repel as much as they attract. For example, if you have been following me for any length of time, you know how passionate I am about boundaries and grace over perfection and not subscribing to hustle culture. So if someone who believes that grinding away 80 hours a week is the best way to find success, if they stumbled across my content, they might think I'm lazy or that I don't have what it takes. And that's just fine because those are not my people. As much as I'm not for them, they're not for me. Not to mention what I have to offer isn't going to interest them anyway. So really, you have nothing to lose by getting specific and figuring out who your people are and who you are talking to. If you are at a loss now and you're like, I don't know who my people are, Monica, don't worry. I have a homework assignment for you so you can start to figure that out. So I want you to get a pen and paper and write down what makes you, you. What value do you have to offer? If you first start by figuring out who you are, you're very naturally going to identify your people because by default, they're going to be a lot like you. They're going to think like you. They're going to like the same things as you. And so figuring yourself out is the best way to figure out who your audience is as well. What makes you, you? What value do you have to offer? What makes you unique? What skills or talents do you have that not everybody else does? What problems do your people have that you're able to solve? You don't have to be an expert. This can be as simple as providing a listening ear to someone who needs to feel heard. What are you about? What are you not about? Who are your people and who are they not? So once you've figured out who your people are, the next step is going to be figuring out what value you have to provide. If you think of value, you might automatically jump to like money, like monetary value or education. But those aren't the only forms of value. In fact, 
on social media, value tends to be one of these three things. People are on social media to be entertained, educated, or inspired. I mean, think about the people that you follow and why you follow them. Chances are you're gaining some kind of value from them. You know, are they making you laugh? Do you follow them because they share parenting tips or maybe their vulnerability inspires you? It doesn't always look the same and that's okay. Maybe you lean towards one of those three categories I just mentioned. Like maybe you're naturally a better educator and so you might find yourself creating more how-to and tutorial content or maybe you have no idea. That is okay. Over time, I found that I enjoy leaning in and sharing on the more vulnerable side and that's where I connect with people most. I mean, I like a good meme, (laughs) but as far as content creation, that's just not where I shine. So I stick with what I know best, and that is connecting with people on that deep level. I don't do shallow and superficial, and the feedback I receive tends to be something along the lines of, you know, you inspired me to say no and set boundaries, or because of you sharing your story, I feel less alone. And so that is the value that I know that I provide, and that is the area that I continue to lean into as a content creator. Not only because it provides value to my people and my audience, but because I gain so much value from it as well. As a reminder, you don't have to look like me. You don't have to look like anybody else you follow on social media. You get to decide what that looks like. You get to decide how boundaried you want to be, and it gets to change and adapt over time. So I'm going to give you an example of a common type of social media post, and then we're going to make it better. And I'm doing this to illustrate the difference between a consumer mindset and a creator mindset. Because if your goal and your intent is to create a following, then you are going to have to switch from a social media consumer and scroller to a social media creator. And they're two very, very different things. Most people have a Facebook profile and an Instagram page, but not everybody is on social media with the purpose of building a business or the purpose of creating content that converts and turns into sales and impacts people on a different level. So if you're a social media consumer, you might snap a pic of what you ate for lunch, right? Like maybe it's like a super edited and aesthetically pleasing picture of your salad. (laughs) So hard to say that because I don't like salad. Okay. It's the bagel you had for lunch. That's what a consumer might do. A creator would share what they ate for lunch, but also take it a step further and add value. They would recommend the business. They would say, if you're in this area, make sure to check it out. Here's a link to the recipe. So either one of those two things is adding value to the consumer. Like, oh, thanks. Next time I am in the area, I will make sure to check it out. Oh, thanks for the recipe. I'm going to try that tonight with the kids. As you are getting in the process of shifting from a consumer mindset to a creator mindset, a simple way that you can get in the practice of doing this is to ask yourself if it passes this test before hitting post. Does this entertain, educate, or inspire? If not, go back to the drawing board and see what you can tweak so it does fall within one of those categories. Another homework assignment you can do is to go on social media and look up the people that you follow. Look up the people whose content you love and ask yourself, what is it in these posts that I like? Are they video formats? Are they funny? And then write those qualities down so you can emulate what they are doing. 
I am a huge advocate for drawing inspiration from others. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about connecting with other people online. It is one thing to copy and paste, but of course, naturally, you can't help but draw inspiration and emulate the people who inspire you. And there's nothing wrong with looking at what they're doing, admiring it, and asking yourself how you can do it in a different way by putting your own spin on it. The next thing to remember if you are growing a following might seem obvious, but this is where I see a lot of people get it wrong. And that's the fact that you need to engage with your community. It's so easy to get fixated and focused on the numbers when building a following. Like, how do I hit a thousand followers? How do I hit 10K? But These are not just numbers. These are people, which means you need to engage with them like they're people. Mistakes I see a lot are people who create content and put it out there into cyber world waiting for someone to come along and comment and engage with them. It's like we have this expectation or this want to get the engagement when we're not willing to give it in the first place. So how do you get what you want? So it's really simple. Give what you want to receive. If you're posting and getting crickets, go out and seek out other people in your community and engage with their content. Give them compliments. Ask them open-ended questions. Because if we have this mindset that people are just going to come to us without having to do any relationship building, it's just not realistic. But I see a lot of people have that expectation nonetheless. And remember, be a human. (laughs) So engaging is literally like the same things that you would do in real life. If you met someone new and they gave you a compliment on your outfit, would you just literally stare at them and give them a thumbs up? (laughs) No, you would say, thank you so much. And you might say, I got it at blah, blah, blah. And you might ask them a question back. So that's the exact same thing you want to do on social media. Ask open-ended questions, click on their profile, get to know them, send a voice note, make it human, find what you have in common. The best part about having zero followers or a small following is you have extra time and attention to give the followers you do have. So give them the VIP treatment because to be quite honest, once you do build a large following, it will be a lot harder to maintain those relationships. So from the beginning, build a foundation by building relationships with everyone that you encounter. Make it your mission to connect with them in some way. So if your homework to develop better engagement is to come up with a list of open-ended questions you can ask at the end of your posts. These are called calls to action. And this is a very common copywriting term that you will become familiar with. And by including a call to action with your content, it is inviting people to engage with you, right? Like if I do a post and I say, this is what I had for lunch, or I went to this cafe, it was so yummy. I mean, if I'm scrolling and I see that, I wouldn't necessarily know what to say other than to maybe give you a heart and say, "Mm, that looks so good. But if you add a call to action and you say, I had this lunch at this place, what's your favorite place to go get a bagel? Now I have an opinion. Now you have planted that scene. You're giving people that open door and you're making it easy for people to respond. It can be something thought provoking, like asking them to share a story or something about themselves, but it can also be just super simple and fun. Like I did when I launched this podcast, I shared four different options for the show art. And I said, which one do you like best? One, two, three, or four. 
And that got a a ton of engagement. People love to give their opinion because they love to connect. They want to tell you what they feel is best. And likewise, your followers and the people you're building these connections with have value to contribute to you as well. So don't forget that to brainstorm ways that you can get to know your people through the content that you're putting out. You can also skip this homework assignment altogether and have the work done for you. (laughs) That's why I created this resource called Calls to Action That Connect and Convert. It's basically just a list that you can reference at any time. And when you're ready to post, rather than trying to use your creative brain power, you can just refer to the document and copy and paste, plug and play different open-ended questions and ideas depending on the type of content and topic that you are creating. It's super useful. I still use it myself all the time. As a content creator, I'm constantly getting writer's block. It's like as soon as I sit down to write an email or to write a caption, it's like, oh my gosh, what the heck do I say? How do I hook them in? It's also so helpful because not only do you want a call to action, you want one that is going to be effective, right? Like, Technically, what's your favorite color is a call to action. That's not going to spark a deep discussion that builds the like, know, and trust factor that you need to build influence with your people, which ultimately drives traffic to your business. So again, head to the show notes and that resource will just take all of the hard work off your plate for you. Lastly, you need a content strategy and stick with it. You got to stay consistent, right? Like if you say that you want to lose 10 pounds, but you only go to the gym once every other week, chances are it's going to take you a lot longer to, to lose the 10 pounds, right? But the more consistent you are, the more you show up, the quicker you're going to get those results, the more effective it's going to be. So here's some tips for creating a content strategy. If that is a term that's new to you. Step one, you've already done this. This is determining who your target audience is and what type of content would add value to them. Next, you want to grab some sort of calendar and this can be a digital calendar, a paper calendar. I use a content calendar that I created and I will brainstorm a month's worth of content ideas and plug them into each day on the calendar. So every post has a day. And once everything is plugged into that calendar, it's so much easier to know exactly what you're going to post instead of waking up in the morning and and realizing, oh, I got to post today with no plan, no topic ideas, no strategy whatsoever. And one of the most important things about being a content creator is having intention behind it. It's one thing to just get a bunch of likes, but if it's not serving a purpose, if it's not driving traffic, if it's not adding value, if it's not connecting with others... It's really just like glamour statistics, right? Like we want to make sure that we are driving the needle forward towards getting those results that you want. And you're not going to get that just by throwing up a piece of content without any plan or intention behind it. The easiest way to come up with a content strategy is to pick content buckets. They're also referred to as content pillars. And these are the things in the beginning that you wrote down that make you you. Like the things that you are going to share about and make sure you are rotating through those different topics. So rather than five posts in a row being about your dog, (laughs) if dog training is one of your content pillars and that's the area where you're trying to connect with people, make that one of five for the week and then switch up your content so you can find other areas to connect with your audience. 
To make this super simple for you, I would highly recommend downloading my free guide in the show notes. It walks you through how to identify your audience. It walks you through creating your brand pillars. It reminds you of all of the different types of content like educational, inspirational, relatable, and it has a fill in the blank content calendar at the end. So by the end of that guide, you have 30 days worth of content and not just 30 days worth of content, 30 days worth of strategic branded content. So I hope you find that helpful. It has been my most popular free resource by far out of all the ones I've put out there. And I hope it helps you too. Growing a following doesn't happen overnight, but by taking these first few steps, it will get you in the habits of being a content creator, thinking like a content creator and building habits that will ultimately bring you results over time. I am a total nerd when it comes to content creation and content strategy, and that is why I'm in the process of creating a digital course that will walk you through step-by-step. I'm talking every single detail from creating a brand voice, from identifying your audience and speaking to their pain points, being able to provide solutions, breaking down copywriting techniques, graphic design, the tools and apps to use when to post, hashtags, to analytics, to all of the things. And so if that is something that you would benefit from, it's just another reason to go to the show notes and download my free guide because that will put you on the wait list so that when the course is ready, you will be one of the first people that I notify because I'm making it just for you. That's it for today's episode. I hope you found these tips helpful and you walk away feeling inspired and empowered and ready to grow that social media following. Also, if social media and content is a topic that you want me to talk more about, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and Facebook with any specific questions you have because that just helps me to know what topics you're really wanting and needing because there's like so many different areas to dive deep into. Plus, I just love getting to chat with you anyway. I can't wait for you to start putting out what you have to offer into the world. Remember, you have value and there are people out there who need what you have to offer. There is someone out there who you have the ability to impact. So don't let your inexperience or the fact that you're new to this hold you back from your greater purpose. Hey again, thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end, which makes you one of my favorite people. If you can think of anyone who would benefit from listening to this episode, it would mean the world if you'd either send it to them directly or share about it on social media. Ratings and reviews are the absolute best way you can support the podcast and keep the content coming. So make sure to subscribe and leave some love while you're at it. You can find me on all of the social platforms at Monica Lee blog and follow the podcast at choosing to heal. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time.